0: Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z's Sleep Podcast, where I'm committed to resolving your four-month-old's exhausting sleep habits. Y'all, I have a podcast that's all about four months, but that was back on eight months ago. It's time for a refresher because since then, I have worked with so many four-month-olds. I like to say the beginning of the year was the year of the four-month-old. Now I'm actually in the year or the end of the year of the two-year-old, so that's another podcast for another day. But you guys, I have gleaned so much wisdom, experience, and understanding just in this one year of working with countless four-month-olds. In fact, if you do want to count them, 40. Let's count 40 four-month-olds that I worked one-on-one with, and I want to really talk and work through some of the questions, the problems, but also share with you an exciting announcement I have about four month olds, and we'll get there. But first, I want to just obviously sympathize with you. Four months is tough. You're not a newborn but you're also, your baby's not ready for a full-blown schedule and maybe not even ready to sleep through the night. And that's okay. Because what I want to really look at is teaching your four-month-old that now is the time to begin self-soothing. So now is actually when we're going to be taking the pacifier away. Your baby definitely needs to be out of the swaddle, either in an arms-free sleep sack or the zippity-zip is a great transition. I don't want the rock and play at all. I don't want the docatot tot I don't want any prop that could possibly make your baby feel like they're being held and comforted. And oh, did I already lose you? (laughs) Though I sound like a total heartless person, promise you I'm not. I just know four month olds are tricky, but a four month old could very easily get accustomed to these props that worked great for newborn, but then things start to go downhill. I feel like you name it, I was tested. I worked with four-month-old twins who had to share a room with mom and dad. I worked with a four-month-old who was in a snoo. I worked with a four-month-old who had to sleep right next to mom because they were in a tiny New York apartment. I worked with a four-month-old who had her own room. I had a four-month-old who lived in Germany. You guys, I could go on and on and on. And it didn't really matter the location, the situation, what have you, All of these four month olds needed to be sleeping through the night. And I actually want to focus on the props that typically all of them had. Feeding to sleep is the number one, and then motion is number two. These are the most prevalent props I see in four-month-olds. Feeding to sleep is something that is easy to do when you're a newborn, and you know what? It's gonna happen because newborns are sleepy, but by four-month-old, I want to be teaching them that they have to have food for nourishment. Absolutely, food is for nourishment, not for sleep. We've gotta focus on keeping baby awake so that they can break the habit of eating and sleep. I know, I know that's way easier said than done. I get it, and we'll talk about that. The motion prop that could either be through a swing or through the snoo or through rocking through what have you, car rides, strollers, doesn't matter any type of motion that the baby might rely on to help go into sleep. So at four month old, here's what's happening. Your baby is going from having newborn sleep cycles to like the full blown, just like you and I have sleep cycles. And these are very different from a newborn. In fact, now their sleep cycles are 30 minutes. You could probably set a timer during the day. Their sleep cycles are 30 minutes and they're waking up after a 30 minute, maybe even down to like 33 minutes exactly. They're waking up right at that time, unable to put themselves back to sleep because they're looking for whoever it was or whatever it was to help them get back into the next sleep cycle. But of course, that nap ends because they're crying and we just move on and then we struggle with countless short naps right? The other thing I want to also look at at this age is that we are combating the nighttime because they are now having about 90 minute sleep cycles. Does that sound familiar too? You guys have probably heard my story in the very first podcast, but if not, I'll recap quickly. When my oldest, who's now four, when she was four months old, we were waking up every, just about 45 to every 90 minutes. Every 90 minutes, waking up, not having a clue what to do. Um, She ended up on us. We ended up feeding her multiple times. But, you know, it's not feeding. She was just like pacifying herself on the bottle. All sorts of different things where finally, night after night, I forgot where she was. I forgot that she was on my husband. I forgot was she in her bassinet. Scary place to be. Yeah. Have you been there? Not a fun, not a fun time that I ever want to relive. But I had no idea that I was creating all of these drivers, essentially. Other people, other things, other people, me and my husband, (laughs) my husband and I, other things, helping to drive our little one to go to sleep when in all reality, she was ready to handle it herself. But I was creating all of these habits, all of these props that we ended up undoing. And now, four years later, she sleeps 12 hours through the night. Awesome. Before I get into the real meat of this, which I'm going to be giving you the ah, coveted daily schedule that you want for your four month old, I'm going to get there. But I also have to recognize that there are many four month olds who are not sleeping through the night because they are going to have a night feed. So when I actually get started with a four month old, I keep one night feed in there. I've only ever kept two if the baby was really, really small, but I definitely have a window for a baby to eat because it's kind of unrealistic to expect every single four-month-old to sleep all night long. A lot of them aren't ready for it. My daughter was, she was four months and I believe 16 to 17 pounds, like somewhere in that range. She was a chunk. She was ready, but a lot of four-month-olds are not. So here is the announcement, you guys, before I get to this next section, which is, like I said, the meat, I have to set it up for you. We are now offering a four month baby sleep e-coaching. Because we recognize this is a hard spot. The four-month-old, it's an entirely different set of expectations. They're not newborns. They're not six-month-olds. They're not quite ready for a full-blown schedule and 12 hours of sleep at night. They're ready for an appropriate awake window. They're ready for four good naps a day. And they're ready for 11 to 12 hours of being in their crib with one night feed. But how do we get there? You guys, I have my plan for you ready to go instantly right now. So here's the deal. We are launching this today. As of today, when you get this podcast, it is November 15th, 2018, and you are ready to enter into the four-month baby sleep e-coaching. This experience looks something like this. You will purchase the Sleepy Coaching for four-month-olds. It is $29. You will receive a 60-minute audio recording, kind of just like this podcast, as well as my four-month sleep plan. I want you to have the sleep plan, whether printed or pulled up on your tablet, and listen to the 60-minute recording, and I am literally going to walk you through step-by-step, page-by-page, exactly what to do. We're going to talk about the schedule, which I'm going to give you a sneak peek here into that segment in just a minute. I'm going to walk you through bedtime routine, how we're going to get your little one to fall asleep independently at bedtime, how we're going to handle middle of the night wakings, what we're going to do to start the day, what naps will look like, realistic daycare nap expectations, and so much more. As you walk through this, you don't have to listen to it all within 60 minutes, although I highly recommend that. The program and platform itself, you can always return back to whichever section you want to re-listen to. So after you listen to the full hour, you may find yourself asking, wait, what did Becca say about the middle of the night? And you can simply open up Night Wakings and listen to that five-minute recording and remember and remind what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it. So here's the deal. Once you get in and you actually begin, you're gonna hit a button that says, I'm ready to start tonight. Once you hit that button, you are going to be triggered to receive 14 daily emails from me with more voice recordings, two to three minute encouragements and strategies to help walk through day by day what you should be doing. I actually hit on early morning wake ups, I hit on short nap strategies, daycare expectations, Feeding, how feeding is changing, how to get your baby to learn how to roll and what to do when they're stuck. Every topic that you probably are going to want to know about, I'm going to walk you through it. Today's podcast, I'm going to share a chapter from the four month baby sleep e coaching. I'm going to share with you the ideal daily schedule, or really a routine because we want your baby. Wait, I'm not going to spoil it. Let's just get into the recording. I could totally get ahead of myself, but we want your baby on a great daily routine. Naps and nights go hand in hand. So here is a sneak peek within the baby four month sleep e-coaching. I am so excited for you to listen and then I'll talk to you about it right after. So the very first thing we want to actually outline is your child's ideal schedule. So let's get a basis for understanding what your little one needs before we actually get into how to make sleep a thing. At four months old, your baby can only handle about an hour and 45 minutes of sleep, maybe an hour and a half to an hour and 45, but definitely no more than two hours. That is like the breaking point. That will come at the five month mark. But for right now, your little one sweet spot is in between an hour and a half, maybe two hours. So hour and 45 is the nice little middle I like to use. So use your awake time and your bedtime ranges. So we want to be looking at your baby could start the day anywhere between 6 30 and 8 30. These are ranges that you could tweak 30 minutes here and there, so perhaps you need to get up at 6 and that's okay. We're looking at anywhere between 6.30 and 8.30 as a general range of waking up in the morning time. Whenever your little one wakes up, which yes, it could be different day to day, that's okay. When they do get started for the day and you get them out of that crib, the first thing I want you to do is wait. We're going to get into more details later about this, but the first thing I need you to do is wait 10 minutes before you offer that first morning feed. Sometimes it even could be a little later depending on when the night feed was. But when your baby wakes up, make a big deal. It's time to start the day. Start your clock for the first nap and just wait a few minutes before you offer them food. Okay. So once they get up for the day, there we go. Start our time an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes. Later, they should be down in their crib for that first nap. We're looking at having four naps a day that just rotate around an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes awake, down for a nap. And when I say down for a nap, I mean like your baby should be in the crib or maybe in the stroller for that nap, not necessarily at an hour and 45 minutes you're thinking about putting them down for the nap. That's when they definitely need to be in their bed, lights out, you're leaving the room, we're starting our strategies, okay? So looking at four naps a day for a four-month-old. Now, I want you to know that I'm not asking you to stay hostage to your house for a two-week time period and have every single nap of the day in their crib. That's kind of unrealistic and not good for your mental health. So what I want you to look at is having two naps at home, two naps on the go. Sure, you can absolutely have more at home if you'd like, but I definitely find with families, if I say, hey, let's aim for 50% at home, 50% on the go, it's a lot more attainable. The first nap of the day is typically the best one, and the easiest one. So I always like to give me encouragement to have like number 1 and number 3 <laughs> at home. The Two and four, they can be on the go and that's okay. When I say on the go, I mean in a baby carrier, you know, backpack or stroller, car seat. I'm actually not asking you to hold your baby for nap two and four. That may happen occasionally, you know, if life happens and you can't help it, but I'm not actively asking you to have naps on you for nap two and four because we're trying to teach your baby how to nap well and that won't happen if we're nap- offering naps on you, all right? So Half of the naps at home, half of the naps on the go is okay. And all day long, we're rotating between an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes awake. All right, now you're down for a nap. Now you're up, hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, down for a nap. Cycle through this pattern all day long. You will get a schedule eventually. So your eyes are still glued to the clock, very much so for the next two months. By six months old, we are gonna transition your little one to two naps a day, and those will be consistent at the same time every day. But right now, they are developmentally not ready for a schedule. So we have to get them sleep every hour and a half, every hour and 45 minutes, okay? And as we go through this together in this two-week process, you are going to track their sleep. And I want you to start to notice trends. I want you to start to notice that when your baby maybe accidentally stays awake for too long, that they fight going down for a nap. And that's why, because they were awake for too long. I can vividly remember keeping my oldest child awake for hours on end, wondering why she was so awake and alert and wasn't going down to sleep. Um, that's because she was exhausted. So there's definitely a lot to be said for an overtired baby is going to fight sleep and be a monster to be around. And I don't really have to tell you that. You already know. Okay, moving through the rest of our ideal schedule. Again, just like we have an okay time in the morning, a range between six thirty and eight thirty, bedtime is also a range. We're looking anywhere between six thirty and eight thirty PM for that bedtime. Yes, you could give or take about thirty minutes here, but Generally, this is the sweet spot for the babies that I'm working with. So 6.30 to 8.30, either one of those times is fine. If your baby woke up for the day, let's say 6.30... I really don't want you to aim for an 8.30 p.m. bedtime because then they've been, you know, having day for way longer than 12 hours. I'm really trying to establish about 11 to 12 hours of night, 11 to 12 hours of daytime. Okay, so let's make sure we kind of stick within those ranges so that as your baby does wean from those night feeds, they're able to have that full 11 to 12. So what do you think? Do you feel like you're right in line? Have you been kind of working through this same daily expectation for your baby? That would be awesome if you are. I love that. Maybe you're just looking for those missing pieces. Like, how are we supposed to have better naps, Becca? And what do I do to create a better night's sleep? This is all within the plan. I cover every single aspect of it. So here's what you can do right now. Scroll down to the show notes, or if you're not even sure what show notes are, just go to littlezsleep.com slash four months. The number four Months. Four months go right now. You can hop into my four-month baby sleepy coaching. Get started on this plan tonight. And I want you to be seeing the light at the end of the sleepless tunnel within three nights. Your expectation is that by the end of our two-week program, your baby is in their crib for 11 to 12 hours and probably having one night feed. Those are the absolute expectations I would set up for my own clients who I work one-on-one with. And it's the same that I want to give to you you are welcome to get started on that right now. I cannot wait to hear about your success. I get overwhelmed hearing your success stories through the comments on this podcast, through Instagram messages and emails. So I know that this is going to be an amazing turn of events for you. Well, this is your time. Let's get started. Meet Me and Baby Sleepy Coaching for $29. You can start right now. I'm looking forward to that. Sweet dreams. See you next time.